106.9 Tune FM. You're here with Kim in the studio, and I am interviewing Dr. Clement Combs here, um, who is a UNE lecturer in ancient history, was it? Yes. Yeah. And we're going to be discussing the topic of the two Bronze Age tombs that were found in Plyos. Hello, so Kim. I guess my first question would be, what is the Bronze Age? I'm not very like in tune to what it is. Oh, that, that's a period in the um, um, second and first uh, millennium BCE, also mostly the second and third, even the third. That's a period when people used mostly bronze as a, the main material for producing tools or weapons, and before they uh, went over to, to use iron. Yeah. So that's a very early period of, of human mankind. Yeah. Between the period when they used stones and then uh, used iron, they used bronze, and that's why it's called the Bronze Age. Okay. Um, how rare is it to find archaeological sites in Greece? Because haven't we found most of everything there? Uh, you, you, actually, you, you could think at some point it must be all dug up, yes. Yeah. That, uh, Certainly, there's a certain number of, of structures there. If, if you think of Armidale, uh, you have a certain number of houses, and certainly if, if Armidale at some point would be excavated by archaeologists in, in 2,000 years, yeah. certainly there's only a certain number of, of structures to be excavated. But it depends. If you, if you um, d make an excavation, for example, in Athens, which is uh, if you uh, build a new s a street or a new a metro system or whatever, you would easily find immediately still stuff. Uh, but the, the special thing, with these tombs is that they are rather rare as structures. They, are, they were used only for a certain period and not many places in Greece have produced this kind of tomb. Interesting. Um, so do we know what typically are found in these tombs? Or is it different from each No, area? no, it's, it's relatively typical because these are very large structures. They were extremely yeah. expensive to build. So you had to be a very high-ranking member of this society in order to afford, in order to have the power to let other people build you such a tomb. And then, of course, when they bury you in this tomb, you took with you all your precious items you had in your life. So a, a male person, a high-ranking male person, usually was an important barrier in this society. So he would have all his weapons. And if the, the, the tomb is untouched, which is the case here with these two tombs from Pilus, uh, you still find then all the weaponry and, and all the precious items, uh, rings, uh, jewelry, and so on. Yeah. Um, so where is Plyos in Greece? Pylos is on the very southwest corner of the peninsula called Peloponnesus that's in the southwest of modern Greece in a landscape called Messini. Interesting. Okay, um, so these tombs were found near the palace of Nestor. Do we know who Nestor is? Yes, we know who <laughs> Nestor is. It's actually not clear, or we have to say that the tombs don't have anything to do with, with Nestor himself. Uh, Nestor himself lived later than the tomb. The tombs are earlier than, than Nestor. Nestor is a, a mythical figure, we have to say. We know, it we know him from Greek uh, mythology. And he is a very important figure in uh, Homer's Iliad, which is a famous 
very at the very beginning of Greek li literature, a very famous poem, where he is a very old, wise king, and he takes part in this famous Trojan War with 90 ships. Uh, but he is not fighting anymore because he is already very old. But yeah, he uh, was a fa famous king. But we know from Homer that he had a palace or he had his, his city in this area where archaeologists then in the 20th century found this palace. So that's why they associated these structures there with the name of the king. Okay, um, so how important was this place in Greece at that time? Uh, it was a very important one. It's one of the, uh, the, the the leading palaces. So Greece at that time was not like Greece today, uh, one state, one nation. It was yeah. split up in, in several um, realms and, and, and princehoods. And uh, uh, Pylos and the Palace of Pylos was one of the main, next to Mycenae and Thebes, uh, tyrants and so uh, we, we have a few but um, Pylos definitely was one of the uh, to the top rank of these powers okay. at that time okay um, how important are the family tombs in studying the classics uh, it's very important depends of course what period in, in this period because we we, we have written evidence, we have little tablets with writing on it, and we are able since uh, half a century to read these tablets, but they don't contain a lot of historical information. It's just about storing goods and items and so on. So it's for the administration, but not for the social or political history. Uh, so those tombs are very important to say something about the age of the person, uh, the, the physical conditions of these persons. So we know from these various tombs, of course, when we... Uh, um, examine, examine the, the skeleton, they often have wounds or uh, you can see they had injuries and so on. The, often they were involved in fighting and uh, yeah, yeah. we can say something about the age, how old they, the people got and so yeah. Okay. Um, is there any more information that you can give us that we don't already know about the tombs? Yes, it, it, it depends. I mean, for, for this area and for this period, uh, the tombs are one of the main sources because we don't have a lot outside of it to say something about this, um, yeah. um, the society. At, in other periods, let's say in the Roman period, we have a lot of more of, of written evidence, authors writing about different things. So uh, those tombs and the, the items we found in tombs um, are just one piece of evidence we have next to many different other ones. But for this very early period where we hardly have anything else, it's, it's very important to say something about the social strata, the stratification, and the, uh, the cultural setting of this society. So, what, so now that we found the tombs, how, does, how do we go about figuring out how it fits in the timeline? Ah, mm, that's a good question. It's it's difficulty. It's difficult. Difficult. Sorry. Um, the scholars have, since a long time, established a kind of chronology, yeah. and they are using items which they can date because they already know more or less the date from a from yeah. a different context, and then they try to associate associate these items with the items they then found. So, a pottery plays a big um, role because pottery. You have a lot of findings. You can put it in kind of chronology, and then you try to to yeah associate the other findings with it. And the more you dig up, the better, the the finer you can make this chronology. So they can relatively pre precisely say these tombs are about uh, fifteen hundred BC. Okay. Um, do we know how old these particular ones are? Yeah, 1500 BCE, 15, more yeah. or less. So relatively early at the moment when this society increased 
took off. So suddenly we have a, a big amount of wealth in these uh, tombs, which we don't have for the periods before. There's in centuries okay. before, we, we all already have, of course, tombs, and tombs have been excavated, but they don't show yet this amount of wealth. And so that means this society, yeah, at some point got richer than it was yeah. before. And the big question is, why, of course, and why? scholars have then yeah. discussed whether uh, new trade connections or these various, for example, we know that those various served as mercenaries in Egypt. Maybe they brought the, the, the riches and the, 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 the wealth back then, back home from, from Egypt. Um, and yeah, there are different theories why suddenly we have this amount of wealth in these tombs. Wow. Um, so what units would you recommend to students to take if they want to learn more about yes, the Bronze Yes, we have a very nice unit which uh, just has been reactivated, uh, which I taught um, um, a few years ago, a couple of times. And it's now taught by my uh, lovely colleague, Dr. Megan Daniels, who actually is a proper specialist for that area. She's an archaeologist. And it's um, offered in T3 this year. So if you are interested, and then you can explore uh, all these things in much more detail. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, and where can we find you on social media so we can follow your findings, <laughs> if you have any? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not uh, myself directly involved in this kind of research. Yeah. I, I, I taught about it, but not researching. Um, you can uh, check, of course, this information on our staff website. And, yep. and you can contact, of course, then, uh, especially Dr. Megan Daniels, yep. for, for more uh, details if you're interested. But I uh, really recommend to enroll in this unit because there you get all this uh, information, information on, on these tombs and the society behind the tombs and so on. Okay, thank you for coming in and talking to us. Thank you very much.